0: TikTok fundraiser. We're trying to uh, buy TikTok up, make it black owned, you know, a um, US American black owned. You know, we're trying to do it for, you know, for the Americas to make sure those crazy Chinese don't steal our our ideas and our, for all the black creators holler, you know what I'm saying, who get their dances stolen by That's white right. TikTokers. We're taking right. this shit over, you know what I'm saying? That's right. Reparations in this bitch. There will be no <laughs> more renamed fucking Fortnite dances, y'all out there selling. There will be no fucking cheesy ass memes based off, based off fucking black struggles. We're we're making this black owned. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna have right. Beyonce undercover. You know what I'm saying? he's gonna be our rep. Who else is gonna be there? I guess Roddy Rich. Well, who else? What are the kids listening <laughs> to these days? The baby, the baby, the baby will be our spokesperson for our commercials.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll still uh, steal your data, though. You know, we, we gotta have your absolutely. data. That's, yeah. that's the money. Yeah. We're trying
0: to get paid. Yeah. Come on, like... bro. Black <laughs> entrepreneurs here. We're, don't, don't get it twisted. We're talking that shit. I try, I try to make a legacy here. I'm on my Jay Z. I don't want you poor talking to me in the fucking in the subway. I'll be in my Maybach. <laughs> oh, man. If only.
1: If only. If only that—that's actually kind of crazy. Like Microsoft might buy TikTok, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's going to be American-owned. It's going to be so safe now." I was like, "Nah, fam."
0: No, like, just
1: do not understand. All these companies steal your data. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's,
0: it, it'll, it, like its only if you support. If basically, if you support your 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 fucking your American rights being privacy being—if you want to keep it American-only, basically. If you want to be ripped off American only, then definitely go TikTok. Then don't, I guess, Microsoft you want to have. But it's all the same shit. Is this one government or the other government, basically, at the end of the day? Yeah, no, no, definitely.
1: Definitely. So, Anyway, enough about that. Uh, I mean, look, we. sometimes I feel like I'd rather talk about TikTok than talking about (laughs) some of these assholes out here. (laughs) (laughs) Quarantine got y'all crazy, y'all.
0: Quarantine... I think that's a it's a valid observation. Actually, I think a lot half of this nonsense would have happened if it wasn't for fucking quarantine.
1: Yeah, quarantine has got y'all off the rocker, fam. Yeah,
0: sh- sh- showing shades that we did not expect to see.
1: As they say, there's, lo-
0: there's a lot of in the, on the 2020 bingo cards. There's a lot of random fucking shit getting hit that nobody foresaw coming at all. So yeah, I mean, look,
1: we can start with uh, your boy Wally. A uh, UK rapper, I, I would grime
0: say, grime pioneer, put some yeah. respect on his name. Yeah. Look, I,
1: I would I would say he's he's one of the fathers of what we call modern UK hip hop grime. Um, he was on the forefront. He put a lot of people on, uh, like Dizzy Rascal. Um, he you know he also had a pretty I wouldn't say overly successful career, but you know he had some hits. Like and he was out there. You know um he's been in the game for over 20 years um and you know he's i, I he's a little salty he's a little salty I, i'll say this like 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 he came a little bit too early for like kind of like the the glam right like he came a little bit early dizzy rascal like kind of took like the torch and kind of ran with it made it more pop uh, made you know tons of money uh, and you know, Wally and Dizzy have been beefing since like 2002. You know, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you see all these other cats like Stormzy, Skepta, like all these other cats kind of popping up, and they all they like, kind of give Wally his props. But I think Wally's a little Wally's a little salty, just because you know he's doing a lot of really cool stuff for the streets and being innovative. Um, back in the day, uh, I remember watching my Rolex, like which is a really big like. House track, yeah. You know, I go to the house clubs in Baltimore and hear that track. You know, like he was like dabbling in a lot of things, um, but he just never kind of took off like some of these other UK hip hop rappers. Um, and in our notes, I put that the that little screenshot because I, I was you know trying to do some research for this. And I just put like Wally Beef and then like it was like the Google Autocomplete. complete. <laughs> <laughs> was, like Stormzy, Drake, Ed Sheeran, Skepta, Dizzy, AJ Tracy, gigs, like. <laughs> pretty much anybody in in UK hip hop um, I'm sure he probably has beef with us too uh, or he will after this podcast Um, so that's just like some context right like that's just some context not excusing anything he says after that (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah I mean he basically just starts going off on some anti-semitism shit Yeah. And I guess it started maybe because he's been having this uh longstanding beef with Drake. Um, and Drake kind of and look, I, I'm gonna even say that some of the criticisms against Drake are true, right? Like he's not born and bred in the UK, but he like will pop over over in his private jet and like like act like he's been here all along and like drops and tracks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's like, rapping in patois or whatever,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna say Drake is is the most original person ever. There's been long running memes about how he swaggerjacks, you know, dancehall culture, British culture. He was Dominican, fucking late last year with that one single. You know, what I'm saying Drake yeah. is just that's that's just Drake. You know, it's like yeah. getting mad at water.
1: Yeah, but you know, it went from that to Drake being half Jewish to the whole, like, you know, played out meme of Jews controlling Hollywood and blah the, blah, blah, blah blah. They're Illuminati,
0: they're Rothschilds, you know? they have uh, horns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then apparently, uh, it went even deeper on some pretty much like Nazi shit, right? Oh, Where yeah. He, I think on his personal Facebook account, um, he, like, posted some shit, like, saying that, like, the Holocaust was justified. Some, like, yeah. straight up Nazi shit, right? Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's kind of crazy. So, since then, he's lost his, um, like, his label deal. I think he was signed, like, the XL, I think. Um, he lost his management um, he was apparently like some type of knight or something like he had yeah. a title, lost that, got kicked off of all social media platforms. Um, you know, it's been a pretty crazy downfall for Wally. Um, but unfortunately I feel like I'm not surprised cause he's been salty for this whole time. I'm not surprised like just kind of see like him getting really salty in quarantine. I'm, I'm sure his bag is completely obliterated. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know. And it sucks because, like I said, he's a pioneer. He's somebody who was there relatively early. I think in his case, the saltiness kind of came from where it kind of reminded me, this is going to be a weird kind of comparison to make, about how Nicki Minaj was mad because she's like, all oh, these new female rappers aren't really showing me the respect I deserve. And I guess it's the idea of where, hey, yep. I kind of opened up a lane, you guys should kind of help me out also kind of stuff, or... Who knows? So, and, and like I said, I get the bitterness. Is the idea of where he was somebody doing it, still doing it at a high level, because I remember there was a couple of diss traps, I think, between him and, I'll say, Stormzy, I was paying attention to Skepta. You know, like basically, he's got so many diss tracks you can't keep track. <laughs> but either way, he's somebody who was still rapping at a high level, and, like, it's just kind of... And, yeah, like, like it, it just kind of sucks to see the anti-Semitism, and, and it's kind of... You almost saw kind of, like, a, sp- a fire spread from, like, sports... To like McCannon kinda quote of caught a couple of strays to here. Oh, yeah. And it and it sucks because like you said, it's what kind of disturbing about it is the idea of where they're talking like Nazi talking points. Like yeah. these aren't like, oh well, you know, they aren't like writing hard for like black Jews in Israel. You know what I'm saying? It's like these are just straight up Holocaust fake Jews are fucking demons, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bruv, bruv. Oh, see, see how I like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bro. Oh shit! Oh, bro. I feel like I had a Drake moment there for a second. But it's like <laughs> you really—it's like you're just falling into the same racist patterns, the same beginning patterns they use against us. Don't get me wrong. You know, there's there's definitely—and I hate even saying this here because it sounds like I don't even want to justify it—but it's like the idea of where you know, because a lot of dudes got in trouble were saying yada yada yada. Because I saw some five percent of shit trending a couple of like, 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 a, like during the whole like like a hot potato in the sports world. Somebody started talking 5% of Farrakhan shit. It's like you, the second you start like having same views as like Hitler, you fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. You fucked up like miles, like, like, like a, like a continent away before you get there. And I think where these guys get to the trap of where they kind of, conf- they kind of mix up the idea of white supremacy with the Jewish struggle, which is completely off, and kind of use the fact that they're a marginalized minority to kind of justify it, which is also doubly off, because we're all in it together. Like, when those Nazi manifestos come out, it's not like they're like, you know, dot, 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 you know, slur, 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 P.S. Jews, you guys are cool. Like, we're kind of all in this together. And it's kind of unfortunate to have somebody kind of implode this way. And I don't know, it's, it's something where... Like I, it's it's just like it's kind of it's kind of disturbing to see like a black dude kind of fall for these fucking really Nazi traffics. Like it's just like what are you doing? Like I could kind of get maybe if you've got a higher critique of let's say you know you could make the argument of let's say you know like you know. Th- like you know like as far as white, maybe if you want to critique white supremacy in general maybe you might say but it's just like to kind of sit there and say oh well you know you know th- this minority is fucked up blah 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 it's like it's weird it's just like no it's like we're all kind of in the struggle against white supremacy we could all be doing better all of us across the board we could, you know we were having a discussion just now about misogyny how we how black men were feeling at misogyny intersectionality is real and something we're all failing at but to kind of sit there and and blame this minority this long-suffering minority for fucking the bullshit that's happening in this world is fucked up and it's also a cop out the thing is what I love about the whole like anti-semitism it's this idea of where this cabal of these, you know, these these evil people secretly running the world. But I'm like, secretly running the world? I'm like, Bezos? <laughs> like, you yeah. have a lot of regular white ass dudes running the world. Putin, like, you know what I'm saying? You have yeah. fucking MSB in Saudi Arabia. Like, this whole crazy, like, anti Semitic, there's this evil minority, blah, blah, blah. No, bruh. It's, it's, no, bruv. There it is. You see? I almost lost it. i gotta <laughs> get, bring it back. Bruv. It's the idea. Bruv, bruv. It's the idea of where you know the Aflo will always be trying to fucking fuck people over and to kind of just say oh well these guys are the ones running it yada yada yada. You just fall into some fucked up tropes and it's and it's and it's stupid and it's like while he, for somebody who's been in the system for so long, I just find it very kind of hilarious he's falling for these like anti-Semitic tropes. It's like the fight is bigger than this and he's old enough to know better. Long story short.
1: Yeah no definitely definitely it's it's very disappointing. I mean I I, I guess you know 2020 is just exposing all of these hotep dudes <laughs> yeah. you know like like and i'm not saying like what wally wally and kanye are saying like are the same they're not like there's levels to this racism <laughs> but <laughs> Um, you know, it's just as, as a fan of both of these artists, it's another struggle, right? Like, I, I've always, like, loved Wally's track. And I love, like, what Wally brings to the game and the fact that he was a pioneer. Like, I was I was, a, I was a fan of Wally, like, 20 years ago when, like, nobody was listening to UK Grime, right? In the States, you know? Um, so this, this hurts, you know? It, it really hurts. And I think, like, that's the thing that is kind of crazy about. Um, you know, fans of and uh, and artists of this age. I mean, they're all a little bit older. Um, and you kind of see like their true colors. And it's, to me, as a fan, it's just really hard to process. Um, you know, the gauntlet came down really hard on Wally. Um, going to be very interesting to see. I mean, to the point where like, I feel like there's there are racist people out there who are still able to like, you know like do their thing, right? Like Morrissey. <laughs> 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 you know, um but the gauntlet came down like really hard on Wally and I mean for me as a fan, I just hope he like will sit there and contemplate and make some really positive next steps um to kind of like rehabilitate himself. Um but I don't know. I don't know. Like like I feel like the other thing that people people do now in twenty twenty is like when they know when they're in the wrong, it's like like a Karen, man. They dig in. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like they double they, down. Dude. They don't
0: even bother the non apology, man. this is straight up this is this is facts, quote unquote. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's it's crazy. It's like for me, it's the idea of where and I don't know. It's you look at somebody like Wiley and is this like it's? Did, did we fail him somehow? Is this weird for someone to be that cantankerous for so long and that like you know devil's advocate for so long, and it's like eventually like it's like to spill over into outright hatred. is kind of sucks, and it's like, I it's and like you said, it's twenty years. Like it's not like it's a if it was a. And not to say not to say it's excusable if it's a young dude. But I, I'd understand. Maybe somebody grew up around ignorant parents. Maybe he doesn't know the way the real world is. Like, Wally's somebody where I'm pretty sure he's toured all across the fucking universe. He's somebody where he's met a lot of people. Like, he's, his role deck's probably crazy large. Guarantee you he's worked with many Jewish people before, you know, and enjoyed it in a professional capacity on some, like, you know, beat maker collab shit. So it was just weird for him to kind of do it, and, and it makes you wonder if like, and so it was almost so cartoonish. I was like, maybe this is his brand. Maybe his, maybe he's like, I, like this is uh, like oh, the the Wiley is not necessarily him like actually being cantankerous, cantankerous. But it's like, oh, let's be the asshole. This is kind of fun. This 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 gets me my my random ass clicks. I, I don't like I said, it's it is kind of oddly confusing to kind of die on this hill. You know what I'm saying? But
1: yeah, but I mean, there's a difference. I in your notes you like brought like fifty cent, like fifty cents. An asshole, right? And like he's a wrestling he- heel, basically, right? <laughs> and fifty cent said a lot of stuff I don't agree with and a lot of things that I just I, I just turn off, but like I don't know. Like I don't feel like I feel like fifty cent is playing that game and you kinda know it, right? There's kinda yeah. like this, you know There's a wink there.
0: Yeah, it's, there's it's, a wink yeah. and a
1: nod. Uh whereas Wally, I think Wally is actually dead ass serious. You know, insane. and that to me is the scariest part, right? Um, even like Nick Cannon, I'm like Nick Cannon, dude. Like, what are you doing, fam? Like, you're around Jewish people <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the time, but like, that's where I get it to. I, I kind of, and I to say I agree with Nick Cannon. I kind of get it because that's somebody who, when I was when I was a wee little kid and I was growing up as a hip hop's, and you would have like your poor righteous teachers, you would have fucking your know, five percenters. I will not want to necessarily say they, they dove into fucking anti-Semitic stuff, but it's the idea of where they're definitely vertical with that, 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 that idea. So if the canon is kind of weird where it's like, like I said, you should have, you've, it's, I don't know, I, I struggle because it's the idea of where, like, I figure that, you know, it's almost like this, I, I'm, ready, I'm ready to go on the record here. You see, it's like, pull out the mics. So it's like, I kind of get like somebody who grew up in bumblefuck Like, you know, Arkansas with no black people surrounded by a whole bunch of Nazis going to the real world the first time and saying some stupid shit. You know, to a certain extent, obviously, it's 2020 internet. There's a lot of different ways. But I kind of get somebody living a sheltered racist life, kind of not realizing what's out there. What's getting me is the idea of you've got like fucking, like I said, Nick Cannon has been in the game for... Somebody probably twenty years. He's been acting, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I refuse to believe these dudes were raised in a place of where they've never had a positive experience with somebody who was Jewish. You know what I'm saying? It's just almost like it's it, and like I said, it's 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 what are you doing? It's something where it, it, at this time we're kind of united against the world's burning, bruh Like you know, bruv the world's burning, bruv So yeah, it's no. like what. Why are we, like, still having this stupid-ass argument, an argument that Nazis are having? Nazis will want to kill us both. This is fucking stupid shit.
1: Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you can't just show up in in the Nazi camp as Wally and be like, yo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you're going to need grime.
1: Like, drinking my Rolex. Yeah, like, what's up, bruv? And, and maybe, like, <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe World War Three. you need some grime anthems. You know what I'm saying? That's Maybe that's, that's just, what it is. It's just <laughs> <this> is <laughs> like, you know... White nationalists ain't got to pop in hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they're like, we'll funnel into grime, you know what I'm saying? We'll have this, we'll have, we'll save this, the one good one. <laughs> He'll could be the one good one who can teach us how to do grime music. Nick
1: Cannon, by the way, uh, he is now fasting and doing meditation uh, on the Jewish Day of Morning. Um, you know, so uh, that... Look, I, I hope that's genuine. I really do. Because, uh, you know, I, I don't mind Nick Cannon. Like, people, like, Nick Cannon's corny. But, you know, he's he's giving us, like, years of entertainment,
0: you know? Yeah. Um, I I don't necessarily you know. see, I, I see Nick Cannon, again, not to say that you could be accidentally racist, shouts to LL Cool J. But is, I could definitely see him kind of getting, I could see him cleaning up his act. I, he, I, I, I know some people are going at him for his apologies, but I do feel somebody like Nick Cannon kind of can, you know, figure it out. You know, maybe yeah. go to you know. I, I I could see a path out of into light for Nick Cannon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. And look, the the PR people they they got it together because I'm, I'm, Nick Cannon just had. There's too much money invested in Nick Cannon. He he's hosting like four different shows. Like you know, the PR people figured him out and pulled him aside and like, yo, um, I don't think Wally Wally has that. You know, I don't think Wally has that that Hollywood PR so uh i don't know i i i i feel like i'm i'm gonna say this and it's it's very unnatural for me to say but i'll i'll pray for both of them
0: oh look at you <laughs> God's working <laughs> on all of us look at that positivity oh
1: i will <laughs> pray for both of them
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah. anyway but uh yeah no like i said on my end is this idea of where it's if if anything has showed you it's us versus them. And I think the idea of trying to parse it out and kind of, you know, the second you start quoting like neo-Nazis, you done fucked up. And I think you kind of have to really look at yourselves and figure out what intersectionality is. The real forces behind it, not some cartoonish fucking conspiracy theory. It's right there in fucking, it's right there in your world leaders. It's right there in your market evaluation of these various companies. It's, 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 it's right there in your C level suites. It's not hard to figure out the real enemy. And it's got we gotta fucking focus on that. It's just ultimately at the end of the day, it's white supremacy. And it's and it's white supremacy affects all even white people. You know what I'm saying? Like this is yeah. it's, it's not just it's just, the COVID has shown us we're all in this together. We got we gotta figure this out, or nobody will have a piece. So that's it. That's all I have on that. Oh, it's a new music. <laughs> all
1: right. Let's 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 Ooh.
0: get off of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess I'll start off. So, you know, I've been listening to a lot of... Uh, I've been trying to broaden my musical horizons, and um, before we had a lot of discussion about, like, techno and, like, house music and how it's a black art form and how it's going to change. There's been a lot of discussion in that world about it. Um, I've been listening to a lot of this person named Damien Licht, you know, uh, Berlin, you know... Uh, Based, but ironically enough, Mexican woman named Luz, who basically, even though she explained it where I don't know where the Damien came from, the lich is like her honor to fucking Berlin and yada, yada, yada. At the end of the day, I'm pretty sure if I pulled it to the side, I'd be like, bro, you know, you did that because fucking you want to, you know how their system (laughs) is. You know, if you showed up there with the last name Luz, if you came up there with that little white anglicized German name, they were like, all right, we'll book her. But I'll let that slide, you know. It's it's basically a reverse catfish, in my opinion. But um, I've listened to a lot of her, and I've also listened to a lot of... Uh, uh, well, I'll get to them in a second. So as far as she's concerned, DJ, based in Mexico City, moved to Berlin. There's a lot of hard techno, um, a little bit dark. I got put on to her but basically by logging into Bandcamp, where They were like, hey, you like weird shit, you might like this. Very dope. She had a set, I believe, of, ironically enough, Rest in Peace, Boiler Room, in uh three years ago um that was pretty dope also and i've been listening to a lot of kind of like just diving into more like let's say like dark deep techno just because i mean not to be funny if, if anything's dark and industrial it's america in fucking 2020 mm-hmm. um and the other person i've listened to a lot of which i didn't want to kind of put them both together is there's this really really underrated uh dance music producer electronic music producer named actress who i might have mentioned on the podcast here and there he had a big crossover record, let's say, five years ago. This is where I age myself, because I'm at the age where 5, 10, 20, last year is all the same. What is time? But, uh, yeah, time. what is time in a pandemic? It's just an abstract concept.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, he's been doing it for decades. He had a breakout record a couple of years ago, or 20 decades ago, called um, R.I.P., which got a lot of like pitchfork love, just really forward move, moving, forward thinking dance music. He's kind of fallen to a more experimental lane since then. He's got a new record coming out this year, but to kind of kick that off, he dropped a, a free album about two weeks ago called 88. Um, it's like a mixtape style, it's one long track. Uh, some of it kind of goes into 4 4, some of it is kind of soundscapes, but it's pretty solid. The reason why I wanted to shout him out is that, you know, a lot of the talk nowadays is basically black people kind of got pushed out of tech now, but there's a lot of minorities kind of making waves there and still doing really good music. So it's kind of want to shout him out and shout her out for the work you're doing.
1: That's all. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, for me, you know, on the, we were talking about this before the podcast. It, it's been a really good year for indie and or non, like, I don't know, mega star stadium feeling artists in terms of, like, album releases. Um, so I've been listening to a lot more indie music, um, and these two are there's two artists I want to to lift up. Um, one uh, artist
0: is Live E. Um, Ooh, I've heard I heard some of stuff. My sister was playing it for me. It's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. It's it's very so it's 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 R and B. And I was probably fed the algorithm because I listened to all these artists. <laughs>
0: um, You're a black here. Enjoy this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's like this is like the one time where I wasn't protesting, right? It's like it's very. I wouldn't say it's that avant garde or experimental, um, but if you kind of like the production of, say, I don't know, like the Earl Sweatshirts production, (laughs) where it's very kind of like choppy and very kind of like uh, playing around with different atmospheres, and you know, there'll be a sudden like beat change, like things like that. Um, uh, uh, Who is. the dude, uh, knowledge, um, very beat heavy production, like things like that, where you're just kind of like, okay, cool, but also really good sounding R&B as well, um, she has a really amazing voice, um, kind of like very kind of Solange in a lot of ways, um, but it's a really interesting project, uh, that dropped like, uh, uh, like, I think it was like last month it was her, her EP dropped. Um, and it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, for me, it's like if you like all those artists, um, but you kind of want a, in, in an R&B package. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like where, where you, like, where you should go. And her earlier work was a little bit more, I wouldn't say traditional. Um, it still kind of had like the makings of like this kind of like, um, off-kilterness, but it was a little bit more, um, melodic and a little bit more kind of like like put together whereas this latest work is a little bit more experimental beat heavy um you know lots of like kind of like old r&b samples um just a really interesting project and you know i think she's very young she's like 21 or 22 she's like super uh super young and her first album came out like 2017 so she was like as a teenager um but it's it's a, just a really cool listen you know it's like i don't know it's like it sets a mood sets a vibe um and you know i feel like if you like some of these kind of beat heavy artists um check it out because i don't think you've heard that type of like beat production done in an r&b style
0: you know oh yeah so. you know it's, it's it's dope it's uh she actually had ironically enough, she's from Texas, if I remember correctly. She was on Badu's uh, webpage this week. Like oh, they had like a weird like collab thing that I think it was on Thursday, which I didn't have a chance to. Because obviously I'm so busy in the pandemic. So I didn't have a chance to actually click in. you know, shame on me. But um but yeah, no, it's something where like I said, I agree. I, I like it a lot. It's and it's what's interesting about her is that uh like, because one song I heard she was actually rapping on it, and it was, like, one of those beats, too. She's, like, a student of music, and you could tell that she's absorbing a lot of the old shit, hence the Badu hookup, but also yeah. the new shit. Like you said, it was the fucking, like, with, like Earl Sweatshirt and all these beat scene dudes doing. So it's, like, it's a really good mix of everything. So it was just, like, it's, it's cool to kind of see, like, almost, like, Obviously, we're in an era where everything is all laptops. Everything is fucking very easily made. There's a lot of very specific trends. It's cool to hear somebody kind of borrow from, like, let's say, neo soul and all these kind of you know established kind of genres, but flip it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just kind of like, it, and it's it's almost like it's a moment for me where I'm like, oh, the kids are kind of going to be all right. Whereas it's just like, it's not just them like, we'll just our '90s and then we'll just do this and then we'll dress like Aaliyah. She's just doing it in her in her very own weird, eclectic, eclectic kind of way, and it's kind of cool to kind of see like a young artist like that. And it's like, fucking, you know, early twenties, bruh, bruv. Yeah, I, I have to get, I have to get on it. <laughs> I'm gonna get it right. <laughs> you know it's it's gonna be awesome to see how she grows in like fucking like the years like she, her career just fucking started and she's kind of hit this ground running like already kind of like like you know already kind of pulling these forces together it's only going to be you know I'm, I'm I'm a big fan so you know props to her yeah definitely definitely uh and the other artist
1: uh, i want to lift up is uh i hope i'm pronouncing this right obong gr uh so the album is or the ep is called which way is forward um, and it's a really, really interesting backstory to uh, this this person. Essentially, uh, they uh, like like grew up in Nigeria, listened to a lot of U.S. hip hop, and essentially wanted to be a U.S. hip hop like artist. Wanted to be Fifty Cent. Wanted to be like whatever because um, that's like what I was exposed to. Moved to London, and then like I guess started like rapping in an American accent, and people were like, "What are you doing, bruv?" What are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's grime, boys. we rapping no. our own accents. Uh,
1: so then he's like, he, he I guess he tried to do a little grime, um, but landed back in this kind of like uh, he's rapping and singing in um, it's Nigerian accent. Um, and, and he actually stopped rapping, and now he's a singer. And, you know, when you hear this, I think you can be like, oh, well, this is probably not going to sound that great. Um, this guy started rapping as American, then tried to do some UK stuff. And now, like, he's trying to, like, rap and sing in Nigerian. Like, is he Drake? But, <laughs> 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 um, like, he has this really powerful singing voice. Like, he sounds like he's 52 years old and he's 25. And that's not, like, a knock. That's, like,
0: <laughs> he, got, he you know, got that soul.
1: Yeah, it's like there's a, like a lot of heft and gravitas in the voice. Um, the production is really do, dope. You know, it's kind of like a very Afrobeat. Um, but, you know, Afrobeat, to me, a lot of times can be very... Uh, mo- like After, like, listening to a whole hour of it, it kind of sounds the same. Um, but, like, it, he does a lot with, with the production to, to kind of jilt you off kilter, you know? It's not just um, rhythms.
0: Like, cause it gets very easy to fall into, like, a yeah. r- rhythm pattern. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, you can tell there's a little like indie rock influence. There's some grime influence. There's like, there's, like all these like little inf- influences that kind of like like make it a little bit different and make it a little bit more special. Um, and yeah, like he's, he's getting a lot of shine. He was on the uh, Danny Brown's last album. Um, he just got signed to xl Oh, recordings. yeah. That was a good track. That was a good yeah. track. Shit. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. So, so he's 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 uh, bubbling up. He's definitely bubbling up. But uh, but yeah, this is this is something where um, I was really kind of uh, very impressed uh, with this EP because um, again, like I thought, like he could sound like he was like a classic Afrobeat artist, um, but he's he's twenty five and he's just kind of fall, falling into the genre um, and to make something
0: this good uh, is
1: really Damn. impressive.
0: I love the kids. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Good shit. I'll check it out. Like I said, I remember him from the fucking Danny Brown track, and I was like, oh shit, I didn't know that he had a whole record. Good shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what, the kids, man, like, like I feel like they have everything, like, they basically have the internet. They have all this time now to study artists that they admire. You know all this like, time
0: but no money
1: <laughs> they got no money you know um they got no jobs so uh, I don't might know. as well make music yeah maybe it's a silver lining you know like maybe it's like like people are just and I don't know if I had this discussion with you I think I has had it with somebody else um oh yeah I did uh, shout out to Carrie but we're just talking about artists it seems like this year they're doubling down on what makes them great right so, like, instead of trying to, like, chase all these things, they're just, like, actually looking into themselves and making more albums that are more true to themselves, right? They're making, like, like albums that are true to themselves, but also, like, refining and getting better at their musicality, their songwriting, like, their production, like, whatever. And we threw out, like, use two more, like, who I feel like leveled up, um, you know, Moses Sumney, Feeling yeah. uh, an apple like they all are albums where like their their follow-up albums have their distinct sound but they all like leveled up you know which is really interesting um so i don't know i i think this is hopefully it's going to be a really good time for music you know um you know and i feel like maybe all, all these newer artists are kind of like seeing what these existing artists are doing and kind of like saying okay cool like i don't need to do anything crazy i just need to refine my craft I got nothing else to do, so.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 the it's opportunity. It's it's for the most part, it's the idea of where going back to you know it could only be there's there's only one Beyonce, so I think everybody's kind of giving up the idea of where I'm gonna go make millions and tour and you know do doing lines of cocaine, you know things like that. It's at this point in time, it's just like you know if you're an artist. All you can be is an artist. That's the only opportunity you have. And you might as well kind of just focus on what makes you unique, what makes you great. So that way, you know, as the world goes in flames, you leave something, you know, like there's some kind of testimony to what you've done. You, yeah. It's your way of reasoning through it. So, And it's kind of cool to see like people kind of embracing that because I, I think that, you know, knock wood, eventually like this too will pass. And I think there's gonna be a point of where we're gonna kind of look at ourselves honestly and kind of do you know, our own assessment across the board, no matter what you're doing. And I think the artists are kind of realizing that, hey, that also goes for my art too. And do I kind of want to die on these hills where I'm kind of doing half ass shit where, you know, I'm afraid to go down these paths. And it's like I'm afraid of stumbling or I'm afraid of being myself. And it's like during these times, just fuck it, man. Just do whatever. It's just like, you know, it doesn't really make a difference at the end of the day. At least when it's all said and done, when when it's time to count on those chips, you could say that you gave it your all. So, you know, props to them, man.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Cool. And, you know. And that's it for our podcast. That was a small break in our fundraising. Um, Like all true entrepreneurs, we want you to give us as much money because we won't use our money so we become rich. But understand that since we're black capitalists, it helps the culture, I guess, maybe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll hire some black people, maybe. Probably not. I want all white servants. That's all I want It's like a yell at them On some fucking Ellen shit we, Yeah I was gonna say We about bother, we, we to bother
1: get torn down
0: it's Oh gonna it's, gonna awesome. <laughs> it's gonna yeah, I'll, be awesome I'll, I'll have a year run I'll get sued for all my money And end of it But it'll be It'll be, I'll just be, be another Black Lives Matter part two <laughs> But as usual We love y'all Y'all stay safe Y'all stay healthy You know Seize life Cause you know, we don't know where it's all gonna end and like I said, it's just, you know, it's it's fucking man, it's be great, all you motherfuckers out there. We love y'all. Peace. Till next time. Peace. Peace.